I was, I was reading about this creepy guy. I think it was somewhere in California. And he would, he would meet women online. He would arrange to go on a date with them. He'd invite them uh, to an expensive restaurant. And they would do what normally happens on a date. They would order dishes, and it was a, it was a fancy restaurant. They would eat the food. And, and then before the date and the meal was over, he would disappear. And, and she had no idea this would happen. And she'd be left alone at the table. Her date had vanished. And then she would realize in her humiliation that she was going to be served with the bill for the meal. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death. It is saying, it's saying that you have spent your whole life, you've spent your whole life racking up charges on a bill. Every wrong thing that we have done, big and little, it goes on the bill. It's like a restaurant meal where you ordered this, you ordered that, and the bill is just getting higher and higher. The gospel says that the total charge for everything that you did wrong, your, your great menu of sins, Jesus says, I will pay that bill. I will take the wages of death for my friend. And at that table, Jesus ordered nothing at that table. Jesus' life was sinless. His bill was zero, but he paid my bill. That's the gospel. Jesus died the death that I deserve. And not only did Jesus pay for our meal, Jesus serves us a feast. He serves us this feast, his good life. It's my new reputation before God. So we live and we, we stand on the performance of our elder brother, Jesus Christ. So in this meal, we take bread. And that, that tells you, believer, you need to feed on Jesus every day. And, and we, we take wine. And that tells you, believer, you need to come to Jesus for cleansing from your sin every day. And as you take this supper, this is what you're saying. Jesus paid my bill. Jesus took my bankrupted life and he gave me a new life. So Jesus has arranged this new Passover meal and he, he commands us do this in remembrance of me. And we understand that spiritually Jesus feeds us as we do this. If you know Jesus in this way, if you've come to be reconciled with God through Jesus Christ, and, and he has come alive to you, your heart is now lit up because of the work of the Holy Spirit which has revealed him to you, and now you believe, now you love him, now you're committed to follow him. If you're a member in good standing of a gospel-believing church, we invite you to come and take this supper. But if that's not you, you're still welcome here. We're very glad you'd be with us, but you don't want to take this supper. This perhaps can be a time where you can just take in everything that's going on. Maybe this can be a time you take questions that you have to God in prayer. And we would love and we'd be happy to, to discuss any of these things with you afterwards. Now, let's pray as we come to the table. Lord Jesus, we come here and we have made a commitment to you, but you've made a great commitment to us. 
And so we pray that in the bread and in the wine, the, the significance of the commitment that you've made to us, to make us your people, may it, may it go deep into us. May it be the bond that, that convinces us that whatever we have done and whatever we're going through, the bond between you and us, it's, it will not be broken. And we pray, Lord, that even in this supper we would be convinced of the depth of your love, the affection that you have for us. May it be sweet to us even, even today. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen.